Rest your head, little girl blue. Come paint your dreams on your pillow. I'll be near to chase away fear. So sleep now and dream till tomorrow. I'll be near to chase away fear. So sleep now and dream till tomorrow. having trouble with reverse well anyway welcome to the saint canard files a dark winged up podcast i'm your host will santana and i'm your other host mike russo and i chose to be a clown in a mask and cape i <laughs> see where you're going with that one mike <laughs> oh man so mike, what are we to... doing today uh we are reviewing uh darkly dawns the duck part two the second part of our two-part origin the prequel pilot to me <laughs> to you yes yours yours is next okay oh is it yes it is all right and this is the conclusion to uh, the episode that most people consider the pilot correct right right okay all right well well, well, hold on we jump in the gun here before we get into the episode and get you guys all excited mike we got some news right yes by the time this episode drops we will be a few days away from darkwing duck's 28th anniversary it's somebody's birthday, I wonder who. Somebody's right in this room near you. So look all around until you see who. He's laughing, he's smiling. My goodness, it's Darkwing. Woohoo! All right, Darkwing. How old is he going to be? 28? Wow, yeah, almost 30 years. He's getting there. Oh, wow, man. Jesus. Woo, he's getting old. Yeah, so... <laughs> 1991. That was a, that was a that big was a... year for animation, not just oh. Darkwing. Yeah, Nickelodeon too, where they had uh, Rugrats, uh, Doug, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, and uh, 1991 was also um, when uh, Disney's Beauty and the Beast premiered too. Oh, okay, so Disney wasn't playing around in 91 either. No, not at all. That was a big year for Disney. Oh, okay, so dang. Nickelodeon too, cable television, big year for every for Nickelodeon and Disney. I believe that was the year Salute Your Shorts came out. I used to love was, that show. Was it? Oh my God, you know what? Now that I think about it, 91 was a great year for our Gosselin Mallard voice actor. Yeah, because who was she on Rugrats again? She was uh, Chucky. Yes, she was. And she also had a a guest appearance twice on Salute Your Shorts. She was uh, Ugg's girlfriend. She was on Salute Your Shorts. I remember the episode she was on it. And Mm -hmm. I remember saying, oh, my God, that's that's her. That's Gosselin. (laughs) <laughs> that's funny that's gosling <laughs> oh, i recognize man. the voice yeah so christine cavanaugh was on top of the world 91 she was everywhere man yeah and um kat Sosi, who does um morgana she was on rugrats too oh yeah sure oh my goodness mm-hmm. yep sure was man so like they were they were flip-flopping disney and nickelodeon they had no loyalty hmm. yeah busy you know when you're a voice actor you take the jobs oh yeah you know what I had no loyalty. I didn't care. I was a fanboy of both. <laughs> also, um, not just doing Darkwing, Jim was on Tasmania. That started that year, too. Oh, for uh, Warner Brothers Looney yeah, Tunes, right? Yeah, he was doing the Tasmanian Devil that year. 
That was, was the first time he ever did that character, and I, I he did it for years after that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he ever still does them, but that was his character for either. a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got some other news, don't you, Mike? Some other news, yes. Also, by the time this episode drops, we will be one day away from the premiere of new DuckTales 2017 episodes. These will be the last uh, eight episodes of season two. Um, Those will start Tuesday, September 3rd and go until Thursday, September 12th. Um, I've seen the episode titles and all the summaries. I'm not going to bore anybody with all that information. You can easily find that online. But if anybody has seen the trailer for the rest of season two that dropped during San Diego Comic-Con, we know Darkwing's coming back. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be for the season finale, which is titled Moon Invasion. And judging by the trailer, we know he's going to cross paths with another costumed superhero. Oh, so don't, don't spoil it. Don't I'm spoil not it. I'm not going to spoil it. But <laughs> so anybody who's a fan of Darkwing Duck and a fan of the new DuckTales, definitely tune in wherever you can watch Disney, Disney Channel, Disney Now app. Um Start watching the new episodes because I think he'll be in at least one of them, maybe more. Ducktales, woo! <laughs> so, Mike, we, before we get into the review, is is this Ducktales? Is it really worth watching? Is it is it really good or? See, I know opinions are divided. I'm sure our listeners have divided p- opinions too. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. I know the animation style and the aesthetic is hard to get past. I know I've heard all the complaints about the square heads and blah blah blah, <laughs> but I like it. This past season, at least, the animation has been really good, considering the limitations of what they're working with. And the over, you know, the story arc they're working with right now is really strong. I love what they're doing with it. Mm-hmm. I thought the Darkwing Duck episode they did back in May was very heartfelt. It was phenomenal. I've watched that more times than I care to admit. And it's you can't just jump into one random episode and watch it because the story arc is that tight. Um, the continuity is very strong with this show, but mm-hmm. if you have anybody who has time and is on the fence, watch watch through the first season. If you've watched the first season and you're just not interested, fine. But I'd be surprised if you didn't want to keep going, especially knowing there's more Darkwing in store. Um, so yeah, I recommend it. My family loves it. You know, whenever a new episode airs, I get to go with my wife and my daughter. We watch the episodes. We love it. We really do. And it's one of the few modern kids shows I really ever, I really even care about and make a point to tune into. I like it that much. I don't think it's as good as the original DuckTales because you mm-hmm. really can't beat how iconic that first show is. But um, if you can if you can tolerate the characters being changed a little bit, especially from the old comic books, you'll like it. I think you will. You just have to have an open mind and. Okay, you know, I, I've only seen three episodes so far, so I'll be honest. I I don't have an opinion. I don't. I haven't got hooked yet, but I, I don't hate it at all. You know, I just not, I haven't got hooked. That's the problem. You know, normally like when I watch a show, I like to try to get like three to four episodes in. And then right. if I, I'm hooked, I'll keep going. My problem is I haven't got hooked yet. So maybe I need to try like maybe two to three more episodes and see yeah, how like, I feel. Like most shows, it gets off to a bit of an uneven start. Every show is like that. Um, but I do once, like Webby. I do like Webby so far. Oh, I like Webby a lot more than the original Webby. I'm also oh, I'm more. also in love with the new Flynn Hart Glomgold. I think he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. 
So, and I, I like so far. I don't know uh, how far it goes, but I do like Donald's more involved in the the first two to three episodes I've watched. Yeah, they're inconsistent with how often they use him, mm-hmm. so he's not in it as much as you probably think he's going to be. But when they use him, they use him well. He's actually figuring into the the story arc they're working on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's okay. I think it's you know Donald's fine. It isn't really his show. It's really yeah. Scrooge's show, the, the kid, the show with the nephew show. Um, but you can tell watching some of the newer episodes that Frank Angonis and his crew would love to do a Darkwing Duck reboot. That's how much <laughs> they love that show. Oh, yeah. I hope they, I hope they get a chance. But if they don't, this will keep me happy for now. Okay. And, um, so let's move on. This is not a DuckTales 2017 podcast. No, it's we not. We have an episode to review. Yeah, we let's get back to Mr. Mallard. That's who we here to talk about, man, Mr. Mallard. So before we get into the plot, I want to ask you, Will. Yes. What did you think of the animation in this one? I love the opening sequence where the sun was setting. I I don't even recall seeing it that much in this whole show because it's like usually it's nighttime when he's Darkwing, and then in the daytime he's Drake, kind of like a Bruce Wayne and Batman type thing. Right. So. It was really cool to see the different, you know, with the with the sun setting, and I I loved it. I loved it from the intro, you know. Yeah, I love that red sky. That well, red sky was amazing, man. There's gonna be a couple of moments in this episode. You'll have to excuse me for geeking out a little bit, and one of those <laughs> moments will be now. Um, I talked a little bit about the last couple of episodes, so they were animated in Australia when Disney started their own studio there, but uh, in this episode, uh, was animated in Japan which is why it looks so damn good. Um, <laughs> um, so Disney started their own studio in Japan in 1988 because they wanted, they didn't want to rely on other people's studios. So they started Disney Animation Japan in 88, and that studio worked on Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. Um, and they had this really great cartoony style that was very, like, the colors were bolder and a lot bolder than Australia. That's like a night and day difference. And... It fit Darkwing Duck. It doesn't fit every show. I don't think it fit Aladdin very well, for example. But Darkwing Duck, it works. It definitely and works. Some, and there's some moments in this episode that they put their top animators on a couple of really good scenes where the emotion needs to really be felt. And the Japanese animators had a really good knack for doing that. So there's mm-hmm. a scene coming up that just pays off with amazing animation, just amazing mood, also helped by that red sky you mentioned. Um, so the Japanese animators, they're, they're always great. When I am not a big fan of anime, I will admit that. And mm-hmm. I don't like the aesthetic to Japanese animation. I don't like how they, you know, the animation shortcuts they use for a lot of their television stuff. Miyazaki's work is great, but I'm not a big fan of a lot of Japanese animation. But when an American studio like Disney or Warner Brothers mm-hmm. would hire a Japanese studio to work on their stuff like Animaniacs or Tiny Toons or Batman the Animated Series mm-hmm. and would give those studios the money to really churn out something great, you'd get things like this episode or Life the Negaverse and everything or Dead Duck or, again, all those great Animaniacs episodes they did. Yeah. We don't get that anymore because Japanese studios don't really work that way with American studios. There's no money in it anymore. Mm-hmm. So we get what we see today in kids' shows, which is nothing even close to this. And unfortunately, 
Disney closed that studio in 2004 as they were closing all their 2D studios. So you're never going to see this kind of stuff again. Um, it's a shame, but, you know, this is this episode looks great. It's very different from the last one, but I think that's okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so but, let's but, move on to the story. Yeah, let's move on. Well, the la- well, before we move on, the last thing I want to say is I oh, love sorry. how... No, 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 you're fine. I, I love how the red sky... Like it starts off with the sky and then it goes to the bridge and to see the bridge light up with that red sky and then it goes into the room with Darkwing and Gosling, how the episode starts. I, I just loved it. It looked fantastic, man. And the shadows on the wall. Oh yeah, man. I, I just wish it, we had an HD, man. Imagine how it would have popped or in 4K, you know? Well, Disney has been remastering some of their shows in HD. Uh, they did it for Rescue Rangers and Goof Troop. The versions that are, I know the ones that are on Amazon Video are mm-hmm. in HD. And I'm pretty sure when Goof Troop is on Disney+, Plus, that'll be in HD too. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen with Darkwing because it's the one show Disney is ignoring right now. It's not on, <laughs> it's not on iTunes. It isn't on Amazon Video. There's no indication it's going to Disney+. Plus. I hope they give it a nice HD scrub down. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's going on with it. Um but the, the yeah, the show would look really great if it got some you know refinement to the uh, the visuals. But who knows? Mm-hmm. I hope it does. You know, Disney Disney Plus. You know, make my day. I don't think you're gonna do it, but prove me wrong. Um, but what's what's being the, the lineup for Disney Plus in November is not everything that's gonna be on there. So you never know. It might show up. I mean, we're getting the service. So, yeah. You know, I'll find out soon enough, I guess. All right, well, Mike, start us off with the episode. How does it start off, man? So, honestly, we spend almost seven minutes with just Goslin and Darkwing in this episode, and I think we need that because... I love it. It really builds their relationship, and I love that Darkwing's coming in with his own narration, and he says no one gets to drop on, and she drops on him. Mm-hmm. She proves herself in just a couple of minutes to be almost as physically capable as he is. Yeah, I mean, she her time on that kitchen training course is clearly it's implied it's better than his. And he forgot the milk again. <laughs> and he forgets the milk again. And again, a great running gag. I mean, it's the idea of forgetting the milk and getting punished by it by having the refrigerator fall on you. Mm-hmm. That's just genius. I love that. Well, what I like about it, though, that seven minutes of uh, Gosling and Darkwing, it, it builds up to what's going to happen at the end, you know? Right. It, it, it connects the dot. It gives you a spoiler a little. Well, not spoiler. It's more foreshadowing, you know? Right. And yeah. that red sky is building a sense of drama. Mm-hmm. I think if the sky had been blue, you wouldn't feel it. But you know that Taurus Bulb is up there waiting for him. So mm-hmm. the red sky builds this dread. That even though the scenes are sweet between Goslin and Darkwing, you never quite forget that things are going to turn south very soon. Yeah. So how how does the seven minutes end with Goslin and Darkwing? So we get what I think is probably the sweetest scene in the entire show. <laughs> like, really, honestly, not just the sweetest, one of the best scenes in the whole show. Not just th- th- this particular episode, the entire series. Um, the lullaby scene. You know it. You love it. You could probably sing it. You know that arming code color sequence. It's beautiful and for a whole bunch of reasons, Will. Mm-hmm. First of all, the animation. I think the animation in this particular scene was from the best animators Disney Japan ever had. These guys were 
amazing. But it's also the vocal performances. I want to, again, we've been shouting out to Jim and Christine this entire show so far, but this is amazing. Mm -hmm. What do you think of the syllabi? Well, at first, I'm not going to talk about it, how I saw it recently, but I remember the first time I ever saw it, I was like, geez, man, Christine Cavanaugh, her voice, you know, singing, woo, she needs a tune up, you know? (laughs) But that's very likely that was intentional because I can, a nine-year-old tomboy is not going to have this great voice Mm -hmm. and she sells it. Goslin would have this squeaky little voice that's totally off key. But that was my 10-year-old self thinking, like, well, what am I listening to? Christine Cavanaugh, come on now. But no, then, I now, as an adult, though, you you learn to love it because it's like it makes sense. It's perfect because, you know, when you're older, you're more mature. You understand what's going on a lot better. You know, you're not mm-hmm. – yeah. So I love that there's a key thing to the lullaby that she never figured out, but Darkwing picked it up pretty – well, he didn't pick it up right away. It took him a few minutes. You takes know? Him a, yeah, it takes him. He has to sing the song to himself before it hits him. And I kind of felt like that's the first time you really get a sense of Darkwing's crime solving. You know, him being a detective, him being a sleuth. You know, right. And I really love that. So it's like, man, this is why I played the video games because it's got crime solving. It's got action. <laughs> you know. So. And can, I, and can I just say that Jim singing that song? Like, he brings Darkwing's voice down a few registers, mm-hmm. and it's so sweet. Oh, like, yeah. it's he does such a great job. And speaking of the crime fighting that you mentioned, I think this is the first time he whips out that magnifying glass. Yep. It was when and, he looked at the picture with the, with the buttons on the ramrod. And I don't think they ever named that thing. But it's it's a magnifying glass. It has a scope on it. It's like way too fancy. But of course it would be because it's Darkwing's gear. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's one of those pieces of tech that he pulls out a lot that nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. I love that thing. Oh, yeah. You know, I, we, we skipped one thing that I did want to mention. Uh, sure. So we're just going to backtrack real quick, guys. Uh, basically, I, I love the part right before uh, she reads the code to or she sings the lullaby to him, uh, how she's very protective of him, you know, with the helmet. Or is that later? I'm no, it's remember. no, it's the, the, it's before that. Yeah, you're right. OK. Yeah. I love how she's very protective. You know, she wants him to have a seat belt. She wants him to wear his helmet. And it, it's, it's the foreshadowing again. That's what's going to happen at the end. You know, right. Yeah. And um. It shows that she cares, and they're yeah. developing this bond mm-hmm. already. So, and she she's suffered through so much loss in her life. If you think of it that way, yeah. When you think about how much in her life she's lost, and right now Darkwing's the only person around her who shows any kind of sympathy or even shows any affection, you know? Right. Yeah. And that unfortunately makes what's coming up a lot a, a bit of a gut check. Mm-hmm. But now we move back on to the bad guys. Taurus Boba, Tim Curry. Oh, he's he's better in this episode than he was even in the last one because he's oh, get, yeah. he gets a lot more moments to gloat in this one. Mm-hmm. And he Tim Curry just sells it, man. He's so good in this role. And um, it's worth mentioning that this episode, much like the last one, had some scenes cut out so it would fit into that half hour time slot. And one of those one of those scenes is right here, as Taurus Boba's talking to the his goons about knowing what Darkwing's weaknesses is, weaknesses mm-hmm. are. He, um, when he says, Will, when he says, I watched him, I know his weaknesses. 
Yeah. He starts telling them all the flamboyant posing, the mask and the cape and that hat. It all adds up to an ego the size of a small planet. Oh, and wow. it's a, I think that's important dialogue. I know they had to cut something, but it shows that Bulba knows Darkwing's biggest weakness is his ego. Oh, yeah. He's so cocky, man. And Darkwing is a character that you can break down so easily just by picking away at his ego. <laughs> it's the best way to knock him down. So he's sending out a Morse code into the sky that he wants to surrender to Darkwing, but only to Darkwing. And that part and, is so funny because when he sends that Morse code out, uh, his goons are like, how do you know he can read Morse code? He's like, he's he the probably, type of guy who would sleep with it under his bed. <laughs> the, the Boy Scout handbook, and you want it. This is really interesting, at least interesting to me. In the comic book adaption, mm-hmm. Do you know what's written on that Boy Scout handbook that's not in the episode? What's that? The Boy Scout handbook, the, on the cover, it says Junior Woodchucks. Wow. So they yes. gave themselves a little spin, right? Their little shout out. Yeah. I, I, when I read the comic, I'm like, oh, why wasn't that in the episode? That would have been perfect. Yeah, that would have been amazing, man. Oh, Darkwing man. Duck, a Junior Woodchuck. <laughs> it totally makes sense. But now we get to where his relationship with Goslin kind of falls apart a little bit because she's not stupid. Why would Taurus Bulba surrender to him? Mm-hmm. And all she has to do is say that to him. That's all it takes to hurt him. Badly enough that he turns around and he makes her cry. Yeah. I mean, Dark, Dark Queen's ego was like, I got them on the run. You know, of course yeah. they're going to surrender. Like, come on, are you serious? <laughs> there's another edited bit of dialogue. He looks at his notepad and he says, you think I ought to frame this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I man. love it. He's, he's gloating. He just stops to say it. And it's such, it's so him. He mm. would frame something like that. Oh, yeah. So he upsets her. You know, he tells her he'll just send her back to the orphanage, orphanage as soon as he defeats Bulba. But when he's up on the rat catcher, what does he do? What does he put on? The helmet. The helmet. She got to him. Yeah, she got to him, man. He cares. Yeah, he he definitely care, but you know he 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 can't show it as Darkwing. You know, it, it's too early on the show too. You know, right? Because yeah, you know, with the foreshadowing they already did, they still got to show a little resistance to keep it going. You know. And uh, Karma's about to hit Darkwing really hard because he does not know how out of his league he actually is. Oh yeah, Taurus Bubba is the truth, man. So he gets his first big I am the terror of this episode, which is I am the jailer who throws away the keys. And <laughs> Bulb is not there. He's not there. He's all alone. He's set up. <laughs> and the shot of Bulba walking up behind him. And I like, love that scene. The, the shadow popping up and everything, man. You just know, like, Taurus Bulba is a true villain, you know? And Darkwing's, his bravado is deflated just like that. Mm-hmm. It's he sees Bulba and he's he deflates. You know? Yep. And uh he tries another entrance. I am the surprise in your cereal box, but he hasn't he doesn't have any energy left in him. That's how yeah. much he's intimidated. Yeah, and then Taurus Bulba lets him know he doesn't have time for games, man. <laughs> yeah, I love how every shot Bulba's towering over him or it's Bulba's shadow pointing at him. Darkwing is so insignificant, and he knows it. Mm-hmm. Like I love when Bulba says, 
your ego is out of control. Mm-hmm. I love how Darkwing is just, he breaks. He's totally broken. He's just like, what? Like he didn't ex- he didn't expect Bulba to be this big, and he didn't expect to be basically emasculated like this, you know? Yeah, but this this, this is something what Darkwing needed, you know what I'm saying, to get to the place where he was going to be for the rest of the show, you know? Right. He he needed this, you know. He needed this wake up call, and he needed this uh, experience. Yeah, he they can't all be street thugs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Bulba has it all worked out. Bulba crushes Darkwing like a bug, leaves him for the police, and the goons get Goslin. Yep. But we get that kitchen training thing again. Oh, which, which is hilarious this time. <laughs> great things come in threes. Oh, yeah. So then uh, th- th- this is when Darkwing gets locked up, correct? Right. And he's... This is, I think, probably the lowest we ever see him. Yeah. This is the scene you were talking about in the last episode where the pig comes back. The pig comes back, and there's more edited dialogue here. Dark, The pig comes in and says, you were lucky last time. And in the version we all know, Darkwing says, I was lucky every time. But the scenes that have been cut out, he says, I never stood a chance against gorillas like you. He takes the pig's fist. He says, I'll show you. Hit me. I'll fall like a napkin. He's trying to get the, the, the pig to punch him in the face. He's taking his fist and hitting himself. He's like, here, come on, hit me, hit me, hit me. And the pig's like, hey, get away from me. You're weird. I have and got to see this unedited version, I man. I tried to find it on YouTube today. I could not find it. And after the pig says, you're weird, Darkwing goes, there's an understatement. And it goes into the dialogue, I could have had a life that we all see now. But mm-hmm. that little bit where Darkwing acknowledges, you could, you could kill me. If you wanted to, that's how powerful you are. I'm nothing. Beat me. I'll fold like a napkin. And again, great dialogue that had to be cut for time, Mm -hmm. but it's still cool stuff. And he's at the end of his rope. And who shows up? The sidekick. Launch pad. In reverse. (laughs) Still having trouble with reverse. Oh, yeah, man. And what I like about... The, the first two episodes, it's like Launchpad is still kind of DuckTales Launchpad. He's not yeah. quite the, the Darkwing Launchpad yet. It's coming, though, in this episode, but not quite yet, you know? Yeah, he's still, like I said last time, he's still getting into those uh, crashes and accidents. Yeah, and then I, this is where I really get excited, Mike, because Darkwing is like saying, hey, Taurus is out there, you know, he's in a ship. We got. I don't know how we're gonna get to him. I have no way to, you know, to get in the air and launch pad. Oh man, this is a part that I always got so excited the first time I ever saw this episode because he takes him to who? The Thunderquack. Oh man, I, and Darkwing goes crazy when he gets in this for the first time. I love this thing. It's something about the Disney shows. They have such iconic vehicles. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Rescue Ranger plane. A detergent, bo- a detergent bottle tied to a balloon. How how brilliant is that? The oh, Joyrider. Yeah. Even things like buildings like Scrooge's Money Bin. All these things that you just need one image and you just – it takes you back. Oh, yeah. And the Thunderquack is really Darkwing Duck's version of that. And what's amazing is as soon as Launchpad is flying the Thunderquack, have you noticed his – Flying abilities just greatly improve all of a sudden. He built that himself. 
<laughs> it's probably made of titanium. He probably couldn't destroy that thing even if he wanted to. Oh, yeah. And, and Darkwing loves it. He's like, it even looks like me. <laughs> I love it. And, it. and it's so funny that later when um one last bit of edited dialogue, it's just one line. When Darkwing, when the Thundercrack shows up and Clovis notices it, Bulba says, either airplane designs have gotten uglier or it's that duck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I love it. I just love that. I love that vehicle. I mean, that, the rat catcher, it's just everything about this show in terms of the designs is just brilliant. Oh, yeah. And then what I love about it is because Darkwing is so impressed with the Thunderquack, he finally dubs Launchpad the sidekick. Oh, and Terry's the Yahoo. <laughs> Terry it. McGovern, man. I love just Terry. Yahoo, hoo, hoo. It's just, that's, that's the, and just the barrel roll at the, uh, that's, that was a nice piece of animation. Yeah, man. So at this point, we now have two of the trio. It's official now. We got two of the trio. Right. Everything's growing. Yeah. So what happens after they get the after they fly through the Thunderquack for the first time? So Darkwing enters Bulba's little airship, but he's outgunned, and Bulba's got Goslin all tied up, so he has to surrender. Mm-hmm. And which is a shame because he beats Hammerhead pretty quick. Because now he has his confidence back. Yeah. But um, so Bulba takes Goslin and Darkwing up to the top of Canard Tower. It's nice, the biggest building in St. Canard. They actually have a name for it, which is cool. And he puts the ramrod up there, and all he needs is the arming code. But he so, plays it off like he doesn't know it. Darkwing, yeah, she never told me. You know, Goslin mm-hmm. doesn't know that she knows it. She doesn't know Darkwing knows it. And um, so how does Bulba try to scare Darkwing into giving it to him? Oh, he has the... Um... The bird drop off, uh, drop Goslin and like she's about to die. Yeah, he is. Boba, like I said last time, he has no problem killing a little girl to get what he wants. Oh yeah, he's not playing around, man. That's no, what I like about Boba. No, he is not. And um, I find really interesting. This is one of those insignificant things that really interests me. Um, I notice a recurring theme in a lot of Disney's pilot origin stories. What's that? Um, Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. I don't know if you've seen any of those recently. Every one of those origin stories involves some sort of laser weapon that the villain needs something to activate it with. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what did it, exactly did the ramrod do? Didn't it like it made the the, the building float and then the, it like it like Goslin said, it, it makes things float and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just funny how this in this in this you know this story it's the laser that needs an arming code. Mm-hmm. In Tailspin, it's a laser that needs uh, an emerald to make it work. It's funny. They keep going back to that same basic story. Anyway, like I said, it's just only something that interests me. But um, So eventually, Darkwing has to give in. Obviously, the code is a lullaby. He arms it. And so what does Bulba do to Goslin? Does he give her back? Nope. Nope. Down she goes. Down she goes again. And somebody comes to the rescue. Who would that be? The sidekick, the official sidekick, <laughs> Launchpad. Launchpad, he got her. So now Darkwing, he goes on the uh, offense. So we get another entrance line. I am the chill that runs up your spine. And Bulb is no idiot. As soon as that blue smoke comes up, he tells Hammerhead to shoot the smoke. So Hammerhead grabs his pistol and goes to town. Again, I, you know, I know our our political climate with guns is all crazy right now, but I love how. 
the show wasn't afraid to bring in the weapons. It does make things a lot more dramatic. Mm-hmm. So the ramrod starts to overload. And um, I really love Darkwing is ready to retreat. Bulba grabs him by the shirt and just tells him, this time you simply die. He's not playing around. And the ramrod explodes. It takes the whole top of the building with it. Mm -hmm. And I want to address the one big criticism I always hear people throw at Darkwing Duck. What's that? How do you build drama when your main character can be sliced apart, burnt to a crisp, and drop thousands of feet and be totally fine. How do you build <laughs> drama when you can't kill the main character? Yeah. I see that come up a lot. That's never bothered me. Because when they want to build the drama, they always find ways that to make it work. Mm-hmm. And it works here. Now, you don't think he's really dead. Of course not. But the way the building explodes, you 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 can you can feel the emotion in it. Oh, yeah. You know, and when I was young and I watched this episode, you know, the lullaby choked me up. And when the building exploded, I – it got an emotional reaction on me. It was like a really holy, you know, wow kind of reaction because I, I really didn't expect it. Because mm-hmm. bear in mind, I saw this one a few weeks later. I didn't see it when it first aired. So I was used to the show not treating death as a very serious issue. Yeah. So when they went for it with this episode, I was surprised. I wasn't expecting it. So how does this episode wrap up, Will? Uh, basically, he's no longer Darkwing. He shows up as Drake. And he's at the orphanage with Miss Kavanaugh, which we gave you guys what the Kavanaugh, you know, what the goof is to that on the first episode of this one. Part yeah, we, one. Get, we get one more voiceover from Marsha Wallace, too. Yeah. And uh, basically, he's there to adopt Goslin, and he's trying to give her a hint of who he is because she doesn't know who he is right away. But she recognizes the voice. Yeah, she recognizes the voice, and then he starts giving the hints of, like, I forgot the milk. <laughs> don't, don't you love it when he adjusts the bandages on his head so oh, it looks yeah. like a mask? <laughs> That's really sweet. Oh, yeah, and, you know, she's she's just a kid, so she goes running over there, and she just tackles him and jumps all over him. She's just so excited, like, yeah, the, she the loves, foreshadowing she paid him. off, yeah, you know? And he almost calls himself Darkwing Duck. He can't help himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, and, but, but And what happens, though? Uh, who, who pops up at the very end, Mike? Launchpad, still getting the hangar reverse. He just drives their station wagon right through the building. <laughs> He's still working on that reverse, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised she even let Goslin go with them. <laughs> and, and now, Mike. We officially have a trio. Yes, we got Goslin, we got Darkwing, we got Launchpad. You know, the trio is finally set. Even though sometimes there's a fourth wheel, but I, we the, the official trilogy is here now, you know? Yes, we got them together. They're a family. Mm-hmm. I consider them a family. I do too. Even though Launchpad doesn't have that last name, he he's family. He's like an uncle, you know? They never tell you where Launchpad lives, if he even has a room in the house. It's just assumed... He's there. Uh, he's just all the there time. all the time. <laughs> they, they never explained it, but he's part of their family. All right. And so, Mike, man, uh, how many gas gun canisters would you give this episode? Oof, this is one of the very best. Like, it really is. I like the I like part one, but 
but this one does all the heavy lifting emotionally with the animation. I'm really, I'm just going to go all out and give this one five out of five gas canisters. It's wow. Just, it, it, it's just that good. Okay. I'm going to give it a four and a half. Um, I love the episode. It's not my favorite episode, but it, it's definitely up there. Um, you know, it, it puts the trio together. Launchpad has his jokes. Taurus Bulba is amazing. The animation, man. Let, you know what? We have never gave the animation a score. Let's get the animation a score on this one. Wow. Okay. So, again, I'm going to – maybe not a full five for me, but I'll go four and a half gas canisters just for that amazing Japanese animation in this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm going four and a half, too, man. That opening scene just just does it for me, man. That, it's like – to me, it's like a – uh, the opening scene in Blade, you, you know, when he's at the club and it's like, wow, you'll never forget that scene or X-Men right. 2 with um, uh, Nightcrawler when he's in the White House. So like that. I that, remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's how this opening scene is for me. And, you know, the, the love and the bonding of, of Darkwing and Gosling is just it's what the show needed. You know, it's like, OK, this is how we're getting them together, you know. Yeah, they couldn't send a lot of episodes over to Australia and Japan because. It was ex- it's more expensive, mm-hmm. but the ones they sent, I mean, Tadstone just said they don't pick, they didn't give episodes preferential treatment to send them to the studios because a writer would wouldn't be happy if his episode intentionally went to a bad studio. Mm-hmm. So, and I believe it, but the good episodes somehow ended up at the good studios, and this one definitely deserved the best animation they could have given it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a couple more have better animation than this one. So four and a half is really as high as I'm going to go. But okay. um, it's going to be a while before we see animation this good again. Okay, We're going so, to dip a bit. Okay, well, we don't need to rate the villain. We did it on the first one. Right. Uh, but, you know, let's just mention Hammerhead's in it. Mouth and Hoof is in it. Mouth only had one line on this one. Uh, Mouth, did he? I know he asked what's happening at one point toward the end. Yeah, that's, that's the only line I remember and him. I think that might be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. And, of mm-hmm. course, Hoof doesn't talk at all. He never talks. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Clovis and Tantalus, the the condor. And, a, you know, a great group of villains. And Hoof, Mouth, and Clovis and Tantalus, they never show up again. Yeah. And um, fun fact, Hammerhead does show up again. Not voiced, not voiced by this voice actor, though. I, I don't know if I should wait until he shows up again, but it's going to be a while, though. Yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, let's just wait. We'll leave it till then to tell you who voiced him in the episode where he shows up again. Okay. All right. Well, Mike, hey, let's start wrapping this episode up, man. Uh, yeah, what, let's go. yeah. What's next? What we, what's, what, what, uh, what episode are we doing next? So next time we are diving into the Disney afternoon episodes. The first episode that aired 4.30 Monday that afternoon, the first day, week of the Disney afternoon that year, it will be Beauty and the Beat. My our, pilot! Our, our first, first episode! episode. My first episode I ever saw of Darkwing in Fort Buchanan, Puerto Rico, where we didn't have Disney and Disney afternoon. We just got lucky sometimes. This is my baby. You're going to have a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah, man. This is my baby. This is our first big super villain. Mm -hmm. And so we'll have a lot to talk about. But let's let's save that for next time. Yeah, we'll save it for next time. So, uh, Mike, how can the fans reach you again? Well, as always, I'm on Facebook as Mike Russo. Uh, Friend me, message me. And how will they find you? Uh, I'm also on Facebook. I'm Will Santana. I'm on Twitter as Will Santana Films. 
we have a Facebook page, uh, which is the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. It's a like fan page, so you can like it. We post stuff on there daily. Uh, we have the character of the week. Who will be the character of the week for this episode, Mike? This episode is going to be Taurus Bulba. Yeah, <laughs> he's the ultimate villain, man. I like Taurus. And by the time you hear this, the um, character of the week will already be up. We put him up <laughs> on Sundays. But, you know, our page, you can also post visitor comments if you if you feel inclined. We would love to hear from people and definitely follow us, like us. Um, we have we have about 150 some odd followers. We would love to have more, you know, t- tell people about us, spread the word and, uh, you know, yeah. give us fe- give us feedback. We just we want to hear from everybody. OK, yeah, man. And uh, we're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on YouTube. We're always going to be YouTube maybe like 24 hours later. That's It, it requires different editing for YouTube. But uh, yeah, man, just check us out, man. We're trying to be on many platforms as we can. Uh, we're on some other platforms I never even heard of, Mike. It's like, uh, it was called Podcast Sync or something. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so well, just Google us. And we're, <laughs> we're everywhere, man. There's like well, three other ones. <laughs> in the past in the past few days since we recorded the last episode, I've jumped from um, Apple devices over to Android, so I had to switch my podcast apps entirely. So whatever you can use to listen to the show, just please listen to it. Oh yeah. And again, feedback is so appreciated. We yeah, love the, we love the feedback we've gotten so far. Thank you so much to everybody who's taken a moment to tell us how we're doing. Oh yeah, and our email address is uh, saintcanarfiles at gmail.com so like any suggestions and me and Mike, we've been talking we might have one of y'all come up on here and be a guest host with us uh, eventually or yeah, two that, We would love to hear from people who have a history with Darkwing or just happen to love a specific episode deeply and would love to talk about it We wouldn't mind having three people on once in a mm-hmm. while, so yeah Alright, so, so all I our St. Canar uh, civilians Y'all stay dangerous, man. Yeah, have a good night, everybody. All right, good night, y'all.